Hello, dear listener. Thank you for downloading and listening to the Spooky Doings podcast. My name is Rick Guzman. I'm an improviser from New York. I'm joined here today by one of my favorite people. She has been known as our youth correspondent, but today I'm calling her Spooky Doings Alabama Enforcer. You know her, you love her. You cannot fucking live without her. She's Chelsea Bennington. Hello, Chelsea. Hello. You know, I could be described as the final girl to these listeners. You can be. You can They can't escape me. We've been doing final girl as part of Spooky Doings for a while now. And, and, and you're fucking brilliant. You bring it up. That's our topic today. Final girls. Girls that are final. <laughs> <laughs> the ladies that... Yeah, the ladies that are final. The ladies that, that make the horror something that we love. They go through hell, but uh, they survive. And many on many, many occasions, they look damn good doing it. And by, <laughs> many occasions, all occasions. Well, I can understand how some people would not think being covered in blood yeah. and awful is a good look, but for those such as us, we think it's good. We think it's beautiful. I mean, one final girl that I was thinking about uh, when we were when you brought up this topic was because I was trying to think of final girls. We all have our iconic final girls, yes. like Lori Schrode and Sydney Prescott. Mm-hmm. And my eye is twitching from how much coffee I've had. <laughs> so oh, she's having the not, jitter juice. Not a final girl, but I just feel it twitching, and I'm like, I need an eye patch right now. Anyway. Um, can be our wonderful pirate. Uh, yes, Yar. yes. It'll match the rest of my dark attire. <laughs> um, but uh, Sydney Prescott, Lori yes. Strode. Um, what's Sigourney Weaver's character's name? Ripley. Yeah, and uh, I was gonna say Ridley, and that's, that sounds like a butler. Probably is a butler. Uh, he, he he directed the movie Ridley Scott. Oh. He directed Alien, the first one. That's true. So you wouldn't have been far. I, off. I wouldn't have been far off. That must be why I was thinking Ridley. One consonant. Yeah. Sometimes. Talk about an ego. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> so I'm just gonna change it by one letter. All right, wheels of fortune. Wheel of fortune. It's not multiple wheels. But anyway. It, so it, it could be. It should be. It should be. I've had a lot of coffee. So I know we're going to be all over the place bouncing today. bouncing off the fucking walls. <laughs> we're going to be all over the place today. You may fight somebody before this day is over. It just may happen, you know? <laughs> People, I feel like fighting on a normal caffeine level. So <laughs> on a higher one, it could be, it could be violent. But anyway, you mentioned women covered in blood and other bodily fluids that may occur during going through their journey. Happens to the best of us. Happens to the best of us. And I was thinking of, uh, like, underappreciated final girls, and I was thinking of Mia in the Evil Dead remake. Yes. Like, she's, I mean, it was raining blood at the end. She was absolutely soaked. But she's actually probably one of my favorite final girls. I loved her in that movie. It's it's a great remake in that it... Uh, gives you everything you want from the Evil Dead except Bruce Campbell. You got creepiness, like you said, just fucking people getting real fucked up. Oh, it's up. so gross, but it's so good. Covered in goo goo muck. Yeah. Uh, someone losing a hand, but in what I feel a way that's that's much more gruesome 
than having to saw your own off with a chainsaw. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It's it's a disgusting movie, but it's a great movie. <laughs> I really want to rewatch it. I was thinking about it this morning and um I another final girl that I thought was interesting that I would debate she's not is and I watched the movie last night and I forgot her name already. Um you watched Cabin in the Woods. Cabin in the Toronto. Woods. Um the main character, the redhead. Yes. Vamp a little she's, bit. She's she's in a list or she's in a lot of lists for final girls and they'll even say in their list she technically Dana. doesn't make it. I mean well, she, they die at the end. Well she lasts until the end. She so lasts I, until the I end. I guess it all depends on how you wanna categorize final girl. Is she the girl at the end of the movie? The woman at the end of the movie? Yes. Mm-hmm. But uh but Dana uh, suffered as the plot detailed, mm-hmm. uh, like you know, her death is optional as long as she suffers. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. I have always considered Final Girl makes it. Me too, to be honest yeah. with you. Me too. And it's even thinking about Final Girls that make it to the very end of the movie, but then die in a sequel or in one of the others. Like Nightmare on Elm Street three. That'll happen. Um, do you think that undermines the final girl status, or do you differentiate it? Um, I'll take it movie by movie. Okay. Uh, since you bring up uh, Nightmare on Elm Street, uh, Alice, played wonderfully by uh, Lisa Wilcox, mm-hmm. makes it through four and five. Yeah. So. So she's the one that got away in in, in Freddy's book. Uh, he just never managed to best her. And I personally, I know uh, Robert Englund has said he's too old to play Freddy. Um, I, I I I think you still need to have one more go round between be Freddy and Alice. Uh, but that's just my opinion. Yeah, I I agree with that. Yeah, I, t- I would say I take it movie by movie because mm-hmm. I was just thinking about it when I was reading about final girls and these final girls that were listed. Um, like one of them, even though a lot of people I know don't consider it uh, canon, is um, Jamie in the Halloween movies. Yes. In like Halloween 4, 5, and 6. Mm-hmm. But isn't she, she's not played by Daniel Harris in 6, Not right? in 6, no. And that's the one she meets her demise. I've only watched Halloween 6 once. You, you and not, that was on AMC. Oh, <laughs> edited on And that was in that. maybe 2003. Oh boy. So it's been a while. It's, it's, it's an awful, awful film. That's what I've heard. That's why it was never one I was like... <laughs> I know that a lot of fans do not consider this canon, but the reason I bring up Six is because that's when uh, Jamie dies. Yes. And she survives four and five, and mm-hmm. she's an actual girl. Yes. She's a little girl, fi- little final girl. Just just we, just, we young lady. Just a wee final girl. <laughs> I was going to wait uh, before bringing up Danielle Harris, because I also loved her in Hatchet. Yes. And, I wanted uh, to talk about that, too. And, uh, didn't play that character in the first one. But was fucking fantastic in two and three, and then that little mid-credit sequence mm-hmm. in Victor Crowley. So we're sitting here waiting for an, at least I, I know I am. I don't know about you. I hope you are. I hope you enjoyed that one for a fifth uh, hatchet film. One more. So I do want a fifth hatchet film, but I am gonna disappoint you. And 
Okay, I actually didn't like Victor Crowley that much at all. I think I told you that that I when I was watching it, I uh, I think was texting you and mm-hmm. I, like I was just disappointed. I thought it was I don't know something about it. Um, there was a certain death I remember just being very the way this woman was killed. Just me as a woman, mm-hmm. I did not care for that at all and I didn't like that it was played for laughs um, with the character like you talk too much and then anyway (laughs) it's very gross Um, no I didn't like the fourth one I think the only redeeming quality was that Mary Beth came Mm -hmm. back in the mid credits and I was like yes she's alive because I mean in Hatchet 3 Mm -hmm. it's maybe maybe not she had like that last breath Mm -hmm. but you still don't know because Mm -hmm. I mean getting impaled Usually means that, that, dead. That, yeah, that usually that does being yeah. punctured in such a way is but, good for you. But her in the credits getting like her shotgun and being like, "All right, let's go." That made me. I still, even though I didn't like the mm-hmm. fourth one much at all, I still want a fifth one though. See, then then uh, it did he, its job. Adam Green could redeem himself yeah. in your eyes, perhaps. Exactly, it did its job, and I and it's a it's a franchise that I have enough faith in where I'm not like, oh, since I hated Victor Crowley, I'll just never revisit it again. Um, no, because the first three are like are still solid to watch. And maybe you can skip it the way I do Jason Goes to Hell and Jason yeah. X, and then I pick oh, yeah. up with the 2009 version of Friday the 13th. Yeah, that sounds about right. The 2009 one was pretty was good. Really good. Speaking of Friday the That 13th. was a final girl twist yeah. in the remake. Is that what you were about to say? No, I was going to go oh. back to your characters that survive but get got in the sequel mm, alice, i'll bring up the friday the 13th thing after alice is played by adrian king yeah. you know she survived the old mama Voorhees only you know to to get got in that opening sequence in the beginning by jason i love when that happens that happened <laughs> in this isn't a final girl and i only liked the sequel i didn't like the first one but the main guy in hostel dies yes. in the beginning of Hostel Part 2. Mm-hmm. I hated Hostel, but I thought Hostel Part 2 was a lot of yeah, fun. Yeah, that had that 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 played with roles uh differently like guys it's really easy to entrap them in that kind of scenario. Oh, yeah. Offer them sex and yeah, we're yeah. we're dummies. We're going to follow our id into that. Oh yeah. How do you get women into that and with the two killers that they followed the one yeah. guy that seemed like he was so really into it and, and then he gets into the situation and it's like no I'm in over my head and the milksop guy he's the real sadist mm. he's the one you gotta look out for I yeah I love Hostel Part and, 2 I mean she's a great final girl as well she yeah. decapitates that woman at the very end of it do you remember the kids yeah. play with it like a soccer ball I like even before that she cut the guy's cock off with a yeah. pair of scissors she and was like, like does this count like, <laughs> yeah. let him bleed out yeah let him bleed out and then she got her tattoo she got it in the tramp stamp area didn't she I always thought that was that's when you can tell the film was directed by a man. Because <laughs> I'm like, why would she do that? I'm pretty sure she gets it on her lower back. I could be making that up. I don't. I haven't seen it in a while. I'm yeah. gonna doubt that you're wrong. Yeah, I just feel like that's, <laughs> that's what it is. And I was like, this is those little things when you can tell that a movie was directed by a man because a woman who just did that would not be like, put it on my lower back. No. Yeah, that 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 seems like an Eli Roth thing. Yeah, bless him. I've insulted <laughs> I've insulted him in the past on this podcast, and 
I need you'll, you'll people look, to know that I actually do like him. You'll just insult him in the future as I'll, well. I will. I like him. It's a complicated relationship. It's just complicated. That's <laughs> I think everybody has a complicated relationship with the films of Eli Roth. <laughs> yeah, I think I'm the only person in the world that thinks Knock Knock is good. I yeah. know I don't. But yeah, I'm exactly. <laughs> I mean, I don't think it's a great movie, but it's a solid. But anyway, I digress. Um, one, 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 one final girl uh, that I like, uh, played by Maiko Monroe. I might be mispronouncing her name. No, Jay I think that's right. in its follows. Mm-hmm. I like that one because that's fucking creepy, a shape shifting entity just shambling along. Because when I first saw the preview for it, follows, I thought this is fucking stupid. It's it, but VD. And then I, I'm not it, I'm sorry. The Ring, but VD. But that sounds fun. Like, as a plot. To <laughs> not no, in life. To, no, to me it sounded dumb. And then I watched it, I'm like, oh, this is fucking awesome. And, and, and I loved it, because, like, how... Yeah, even if you try to give it away, which she does, um, I guess she doesn't warn uh, any of her uh, future... I don't want to say suitors. Uh, let's say paramours, for lack of a better term. <laughs> Um, and they get taken out very quickly, and then there's another shape-shifting fucking whatever shambling towards you. So uh, you got to find a way to get through. I, uh, yeah, I think that's the, a good one. I, think, I like that one. I think the answer is, like, go fuck someone internationally, but, you know, you can't do that as a teenager. No, passports are difficult to get, mm-hmm. and... You can't, you can't just, like, fuck off to Bali and, and bone somebody and then fly back and then, you know, wait for the creature to walk it towards you. Unless you're rich and you have a jet and you can just go do what you want. Not a lot of young people in suburban Detroit. Uh, own jets? Own jets. That's disappointing. Yeah. <laughs> but another, another Micah Monroe film that you and I watched together. In which yes. she is the final yes. girl, the guest. I love that movie. <laughs> it's so good. One more time for the microphone. I love that movie. <laughs> it's, I love the guest. It's got to be one of my favorite movies of all time, honestly. I, I, I didn't like it as much the first time, and I really don't know why. But watching it the second time with you at the Alamo Draft House, I'm like, yeah, this is a solid. It's a fucking, solid flick. Like straddling the line between horror and action movie. Mm-hmm. I love those type of movies. <laughs> but I was also... So two final girls, bringing up Friday 13th again, but two final girls that I thought were interesting because it was like final girl fakeouts, <laughs> um, which I also love, is in the 2009 Friday 13th um, Danielle Panabaker mm-hmm. plays Jenna and she's total final girl material she's she's very nice uh very friendly she's the only one who wants to help the guy who's looking for his missing sister and then in the last uh 15 minutes of the movie maybe as they're uh they find the sister and they're escaping from uh jason's little um fort area i don't remember what it was um, Let's call it a gulch. I like fort. I okay. like thinking Jason has a fort. <laughs> he learned in Boy Scouts how to put a fort together. Then he killed all the other Boy Scouts. No. Um, and he 
suddenly out of nowhere as Jenna's about to escape you just suddenly see the machete through um, her mm-hmm. torso and you even see the look in her eyes and the look in the uh, Jared Padalecki's eyes his character's eyes of like what? You just don't believe it. You really thought she was going to make it to the very end. And then the final girl ends up actually being the sister. So I would question, does the final girl fake out count as a final girl if she doesn't make it? No, it's a fake out. The final girl is a sister. So she doesn't count. I I, I don't think, yeah. Yeah. No, that's not my argument. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. My argument is, it is, well, it's not even an argument. It's (laughs) that a final girl fake out means you think she's going to be the final girl. And then it ends up, she dies at the very end. Mm -hmm. Or in Wolf Creek, did you ever see that one? Was that the With the Australian... Oh, the Outback one. Yeah, Yeah, the Outback. I don't like that one, but go on. Because I remember next to nothing about that movie. Well, it it came out in 2005. I remember it was was during that time where uh, the Texas Chainsaw Massacre remake came out a couple of years before... And everybody was putting based on true events mm-hmm. in their horror movies. And I was a total sucker for that because I wasn't looking up if these were actual events or not. Um, so Wolf Creek, loosely based on true events. Um, but the main girl in the movie, at least in the beginning of the movie, her name is Liz. And she comes off as total final girl material. Again, she's the lead and this friend uh this group of friends um she just has the persona the presence of a final girl and she isn't even the first one to get captured her friend is and uh she's in a car i think she's trying to if i remember correctly she's trying to like uh what's what's that word when you're illegally trying to hotwire that's what it is <laughs> I was like I wanted to say haywire and I knew that was not it so I think she was trying to hotwire the car or she found the keys and she was about to start the car and then suddenly you just hear like a little like squish type of sound mm-hmm. and the knife like went into her spine and he like paralyzes her yeah yeah do you remember that part I, that, that I do and Again, a character you think is going to make it. And this is within... I I would say she had to be like the first kill of the movie, if not the second. So I remember, I think it was on either 100 Scariest Movie Moments on Mm -hmm. Bravo, which I watch every year on YouTube around Halloween, (laughs) or it was one of their other Scariest Movie Moments. Now they just play The Housewives, which honestly I'm okay with because I watch that as well. That's a different kind of horror. It's a different kind of horror. Different kind of final girl. A different kind of final girl. Which which woman makes it out of brunch? We'll find out. Um, But I remember that was talked about as like one of those really big like fake out gotcha scenes. This girl Mm -hmm. isn't going to survive. And I know that's how Drew Barrymore was played in Scream. Everybody's like A-list stars in Scream and she dies before the opening title. So, final girl fakeouts. I got question a little bit, Drew Barrymore being. Well, I don't call that a final girl fakeout. No, I know an, yeah. an, an, an A-list star because I remember in the '90s she she'd gotten clean and she had mm-hmm. made a lot of straight to VHS movies and was like 
rebuilding her clout yeah. from being well maybe not a-list but well but known very well known compared and, yeah. to everybody else and that's why that everybody time. thought like she was so, the yeah. if you look at the poster she's the biggest body on there absolutely so and the I, most well known yeah uh, so that's what i meant i'd say compared to courtney cox definitely the yeah. name uh of that time because you know who the fuck knew anybody else that at, is true in that day one of my favorites and, and this is my comic book nerd talking uh, in Friday the 13th part 7 uh, played by Lar, Lar Park Lincoln Tina Shepard who had telekinetic abilities and, and took it to Jason played for the first time by Kane Hodder in that one hmm. and, and uh, I just love it because yeah she's really just like flexing her forehead and eyebrows and looking over here and looking over there but uh, growing up reading X-Men comics at the time that's 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 chocolate and peanut butter that's worlds colliding in a way that's very satisfying to a young Rick mm. in, in a way so that's why that's that's my second favorite of that franchise like get some mutants in there can always add that. Now, with the new mutants coming out, apparently that's uh, directly influenced by Nightmare on Elm Street 3, and I'm still not going to go see it in the theaters. Because you don't trust it? Or? I don't trust uh, Fox to make X-Men movies anymore. Oh, I liked Logan. Does that count as an X-Men That movie? does count as an X-Men movie. Yeah. But, you know, to, to go back to our comic book movie conversation, you dip your little pinky toe in there. I've been immersed since childhood. Yeah. And Fox, fu Fox fucked up the Dark Phoenix saga twice. Yeah, that movie was like their, like the lowest, that made the lowest amount of money in the X-Men franchise, didn't it? I believe, like, that bombed. I believe it did. I believe it did. Oh, and it's going to be on HBO eventually. And I'm going to sit there and watch it. And I don't know why I'm that kind of masochist. Just well, to satisfy my out of curiosity. curiosity. Yeah, I mean, I do that too with some movies. I I know it's going to be bad, but I still. I mean, the Fifty Shades trilogy. I've seen those because I was <laughs> curious. <laughs> Again, that's a different kind of horror. Yeah, yeah. Would 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 Dakota Johnson count as a five-year-old girl? He asked, not having seen these movies. Yeah, I mean, she lives, <laughs> <laughs> but at what cost? I, That's the question. I don't know. Her life was threatened like a few times. Okay, so then that counts. She she went through some peril. There was a there was a book publisher that was obsessed with her, who was hotter than the other guy. Honestly, I mean, both have their problems. But if I had to choose, I'd probably mm -hmm. go with the publisher All and right. not. I was about to call him Dorian Gray, and that's not his name. Christian Gray. Ugh. Dorian, no, yeah. Dorian Gray's an Oscar Wilde novel. He's I know. not an it's, 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 S&M. We don't know. Yeah, well, actually, he probably is. I didn't read that, but, you know, there was, there was a, a libertine uh, aspect to people, especially the noble people of that time. How do you know he didn't like, you know, we, we all watched Penny Dreadful. Yeah, yeah, and that was a good depiction of Dorian Gray. Mm -hmm. Ugh, Vanessa should have been a final girl. There, there, there was some sexiness on that show. There was a blood orgy. <laughs> Stupid third season. <laughs> so stupid. I hate it. Anyway, so uh, that's uh, another conversation. Uh, uh, apparently, like, there's a new one coming out. I think it focuses on the, on the booby witches. What's the booby witches? The witches. That oh, I, I don't think it has to do with 
them. Then maybe, I don't know. Maybe I'm projecting. Yeah, I think you're projecting because I know that Natalie Dormer plays like this shape shifting type of. Yeah, the witches demon, were shape shifting. But she's a demon. She's not a witch. Yeah. It's a different thing. Tomato, tomato. <laughs> Demons, witches. As long as Nathan Lane's going to be there, and as long as people get naked and there's I'm some sure they will. It's premium cable. That, that's what we pay for. I'm sure they will. I'm sure they will. I might watch it. I, I intend to watch it. I'll let you know if you like it. Yeah. But yeah, Final Girls. I, I love... Yeah, I love Final Girls. I love um, Unexpected Final Girls. Um... When I, I was trying to think of who I would say my favorite final girl is, and I didn't want to be cliche and say Sydney, but it's how would that Sydney. be cliche? Because Sydney's always everyone's favorite final girl. Not I mean, rightfully so. But if you go on all the lists and all of the like articles about final girl, it's usually naming Sydney or Lori as number one. I, I could see Lori being the one. Yeah. But uh, Sydney has four films where she had some amazing, amazing lines. And I think uh, Nev Campbell played her very well. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, I think it might be Sydney because she has gone through a lot of shit. Her boyfriend in high school sucked. She was dating Jerry O'Connell in college. He's eh, prone to singing. Yeah, that was a good scene, though. I really like that scene. Um... <laughs> It's just so cute, and you know he's gonna die. Uh, and then in the third one, it's her freaking brother. Mm-hmm. And in the fourth one, it's her niece. Her family is just messed up Fam- too. Families can be awful. Yeah. I'd be hard pressed to to pick my favorite. Uh, it's really difficult. I, I I think I'd have to give it up to Nancy, played by Han- Heather Langenkamp. Oh, she's great. Nightmare on Elm Street. Because I think that was... She was my first. She was my first final girl. Aww. <laughs> um, it's a very uh, special part in my heart for Olivia Hussey in Black Christmas. Yeah, she's high ranking on a lot of the Because she also too. stood up for, for the rights of her own agency and her body. I like her. Um, she's great. And now with the, the, the new... Halloween films put together by Kenny Powers and David Gordon Green. You gotta bring it all back to Laurie Strode. She's she's armed. She's more than a little crazy, but she has a plan. And that plan is to fuck Michael Myers up. And she is doing so very, very wonderfully. I can't wait for the others. Do you think she makes it out alive? I could see her, and this is an ending I don't want, but I can see it, and I'm hoping that this predictable scene would not happen, but I could see her dying in, like, her her daughter or granddaughter's arms. I think someone in that I, I, three, threesome, I don't want to call it a threesome, because it's... Trio, brand, let's yeah, call, trio, let, that's let's, the word. Let, yeah, let's call it a trio <laughs> and not... a trio, not some, a threesome. This ain't Star Wars, we're I talking... Know. oh my god. We're, we're, talk, we're talking um, Halloween. But... In that trio, I imagine one of them will die. I wouldn't be mad if none of them died. Mm-hmm. I'd be like, yeah, let's have all three <laughs> survive the whole trilogy. That would be fun. But I could see, like, for example, like Lori dying in like her daughter's arms or granddaughter's mm-hmm. arms, or her daughter dies in her arms. And there's just 
I keep picturing that as a real possibility, and I'm hoping it doesn't happen. But I could see for it being horror's sake and to keep the stakes up, to keep them high. I could see them killing off someone in the second one. Um, but I love Judy Greer, and I love that she was wearing a Christmas sweater during Halloween. Yeah. I think that just shows so well, much of the trauma that happened. Yeah, when I read about that in, in Fangoria, it's like, that's an interesting aspect so of that character. She hates yeah. Halloween so much that she skips it and goes yeah. right into Christmas, which to me is scarier than <laughs> Michael it's Myers. Like, what is she capable of? Like, <laughs> dropping teeth in the bathroom. You suddenly hear Jingle Bell Rock on <laughs> Halloween night. Oh, that, that. <laughs> Oh, but I, I would head for the hills. There's so much to learn about her because of her crying, saying, I can't do it, I can't. And then Michael comes out, she goes, gotcha, and mm. shoots him. There's just so much to that character that I, you know, I hope that they keep, I hope that all three of them end up as final girls, but I, I'm setting my expectations. I'm going to respectfully disagree, I think, at the end of the third one, both... If that's the end, if we're done, then mm-hmm. uh, Lori and Michael need to die together. Ugh, I don't like that. Uh, well, I have nothing to do <laughs> with the movie, so I can't guarantee that's going to happen. We're both speculating at this point. Yeah, but your, your prediction's gross. <laughs> But I could see I, I that happening, too. I don't see how it's too. gross. I understand completely why you dislike it. Yeah. I, I, but I can see that happening, mm-hmm. too. Right. Yeah. I mean, Lori, Lori is a badass. Um, she takes charge, telling those kids, go to the neighbor's house. <laughs> that's all I got. Go, go to the neighbor's house. Sometimes that's um, enough. I, uh... Yeah, she's definitely definitely in my top. And actually, I still think, going back to just Mia and the Evil Dead remake, I think she's going to be one of my favorite final girls for a while. I mean, she goes through so much. And she's already, like, basically uh, detoxing Mm -hmm. while she's there. And to be going through this inner turmoil and be possessed at the same time, no longer being possessed, but still fighting it, and oh my, and ugh, the chainsaw and all of that stuff. She, she is a badass as well, and deserves more recognition. I think that movie as a whole deserves more recognition. It, it certainly does. It's yeah, certainly, it's one of those things that I think people of my generation get trapped in that they grew up with and love the original so much that they can't open their mind enough for a new idea, no matter how good that idea may be. Um, Not so much on the final girl uh, topic, but I'm I'm a 43-year-old man, and I will admit the Ghostbusters remake is better than the original. It's funnier throughout. As classic as that original movie is... I'm delighted every time you say that. The new one is better. And there's going to be a lot of guys that are going to you know, rabble, rabble at me. And Troll think us. What Troll I'm us. saying Do it. Is, is sacrilege. I don't give a fuck. I laughed more as an adult watching the Ghostbusters remake than as a child watching the original. The original holds up fine. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> it's... It's fine. But, you know, having ladies in those in that situation, yeah. it's funnier to me. 
And it's it's a great cast. It's mm-hmm. a great director. I rewatched Bridesmaids last weekend, and that, that still holds up. That's definitely not a mm-hmm. <laughs> a horror film, but I mean, if you're not a fan of weddings, it might be it might be a I, horror film for you. I am not a fan of weddings, um, and and a bride shitting herself in the middle of the street is a different kind of horror. It is a different kind of horror. Um, that scene is so funny, and when she's <laughs> eating the Jordan almonds, trying to not be sick. Oh God, but. Um, yeah. Yeah, I agree with that. With about Ghostbusters, I haven't seen the original Ghostbusters in a very long time. I remember watching it quite a bit as a kid. I remember the sequel and the painting in the sequel scaring the hell out of me. Never saw the sequel. Yeah, I that, I don't remember anything else about the sequel other right. than scary, scary painting <laughs> of an old man who becomes a ghost or was a ghost. I don't know. Have you watched Girl on the Third Floor yet? Is that an Into the Dark movie? No, that's on Netflix. Um, I have not. Okay, I saw it at Brooklyn Horror Fest back in October. I got to briefly meet uh, Trista Kelly Dunn, who plays Liz in the movie. And she's not in it for a big part of the movie. Uh, Her her husband, Don, played by Phil Brooks, um, goes into this house and starts fixing it up for her. And uh, the funny thing is, the, the story behind the sets was actually used for the film. They bought this house for their indie movie, so they could fuck it up a little more than if you had to go into a real house and put everything back. So, right. uh, But the real story influenced the script. It's a former brothel that's allegedly haunted, across the street from a church. Uh-oh. And so so uh, Liz is pregnant. She, you, you, you see her like on video calls with her husband. Like, how's things going? And Uh-oh. he Uh-oh. is not as, as, as truthful as he should be about Uh-oh. how things are going in the house. Shocking. And... And I think you would enjoy this one because it kind of shows the, the, the strength of... Uh, Pregnant ladies? I would, just a woman in general. Um, I watched it again the other day. Uh, so I wanted to watch something, but I had a bad headache. So I'm like, I can't process anything new right yeah. now. So let me put on something I've seen before. And even though I've only seen it once. Uh, spoiler alert, because I know you like to know... There's a dog. Doesn't make it? The, the dog does not Do you not see make it? it? I don't you, care if I see the dead dog. I don't want to see it die. Like in the no. Ginger Snaps movies, they only show like the dead dogs, and that's fine. I don't you want to do see it do not see it okay. happen. No. Okay, that's fine. No. If, but, that's uh, fine. <laughs> also, from what I hear, the dog, uh, once again, is allegedly the best actor on the set. I believe it. Yeah, when I, I was rewatching, I rewatched Ginger Snaps a few nights ago, and I forgot how many dead dogs are in that film. Good God, every five minutes there's a dead dog, but you never see the dog die. Um, and it looks, it, it does look ridiculous and pretty fake, but for it being, you know, the low budget film it is, but I am grateful that it looks that way because I was able to watch it and think, oh, yeah. That's a that's a fake dead dog right there. Um, Ginger snaps, slaps. I love that movie. 
Yeah, you, you, you texted me like, it's on Shudder. Go watch. And I think I watched it. I don't remember which was one it was on. I was obsessed with it when I was 14. Might have been, obsessed with Might it. have been the last time it was on Amazon. So I'm like, I've seen yeah. it a little while ago. But yeah, that makes perfect sense. Obsessed with To it. be obsessed with it. You're a young lady. You're going through changes. And I accept as a guy, not everything is for me. Not as many stories are going to resonate as deeply. But it's still so good. And that's great. Let that story be there for the people that need it. But it's still gory and fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I watched the sequel this morning because I had not seen the whole trilogy. I've read, like, the synopsis on them, so I know what happens. But I was like, it was free on... um, Tubi? Tubi? Yeah. yeah. Right. So Ginger Snaps 2 and 3 are free right, on cool, there cool. if you're interested. No, I've, um, I've utilized The second Tubi. one was good. I liked it a lot. I've utilized Tubi a bit. It's like every other streaming service. You'll have some gems and a lot of crap oh, yeah, to wade exactly. through. But it's free. You just deal with some commercials. Exactly. So when the commercial comes on, I fuck off to mm. my phone for a little bit. And then it's done. That's that's what I did. I, I watched it while having cinnamon rolls in the oven, and it was great. And that was my morning this morning. <laughs> but it holds... Uh, well, I don't want to say it holds up. I've never seen a sequel. But I thought it was a pretty solid sequel to Ginger Snaps. Um, I'll probably watch the third one next week. you got to be a completist. Yeah, or exactly. At least, at least I have to Well, the be. third one, it's interesting because, I mean, this isn't really a spoiler for anybody, but the second one is the end of the present day Ginger and Bridget story. The third one's a prequel. Um. So I'm very curious to see that. Um, yeah, I guess Bridget counts as a final girl in a way. The sister that uh, lives, because, mm-hmm. spoiler, she lives-ish. <laughs> And Lives Ginger Snaps too. Well, you can debate if that's living or not. You can, you can. What what happens in that one? I'd be curious what you think of that one. It's very, it's very good. I'm I'm gonna get to it. I, yeah. There's a, I just saw on Hulu today. There's uh, some other movie I read about uh, with some lady energy called Knives and Skin. Uh, yeah, I read, I read about it that's on my list. And I'm like, well, I know what I'm watching, if not tomorrow. Everyone was day. praising it on, like, the horror community on Twitter was praising it last year like crazy. It was on every top ten list. I've been wanting to watch it. And a woman directed it, I believe. Yes. yes. There's a lot of female directors telling stories, which I'm really appreciative. Yeah. Female of. director, Candyman. Yes. That trailer looks scary as hell. I can't wait. Didn't watch it, but once I realized that, that there was a woman director, I'm like, I knew I was going to see it anyway, but yeah. now I'm excited. Still not going to watch the trailer in advance. I want to yeah. go in you go. And I, I appreciate that. Um, did you see Hush? Oh, I loved Hush. I think yeah. I've seen all of that, guys. All of yeah. that. That guy, Michael Mike Flanagan. Flanagan yeah. um, I've seen all of his movies, I think. Yeah, Maddie. Hush played, is great. Maddie, played by Kate Siegel. Is his this, wife. Uh, that's his wife? Yeah, that's his wife. I did not know that. Yeah, she's in that. She's in Oculus, obviously in Haunting of Hill House. Um, she's a great actress. I feel like there's something else, and I'm forgetting it, that he did. Gerald's Game. Ah, uh, yeah. He did Gerald's Still Game. I liked it. Still haven't watched that. Oh, one, but I don't watch that one. That's so I, good. It, with streaming, sometimes you put something in the queue and you don't get to it for well, a while. Well, that's true. You recommend a lot of stuff. And to especially me. With, with the Netflix originals, I know they're not oh. going anywhere. But the, yeah, that's true. <laughs> so, like, sometimes you gotta like get on something because it's gonna 
Go oh, off yeah. that platform and maybe onto something. Well, I, don't I will have. say with Gerald's game, with it being a Netflix original as well, it was before Netflix was putting out originals every single week. Mm-hmm. I feel like it has a quality that like OG Netflix originals mm-hmm. had, which I know is a redundant phrase, but um, it's good. Mm-hmm. It's really good. Another yep. another final girl for you. Yeah, but back to to Hush and Maddie. Yes, I Hush. love that part where she writes "coward" in her own blood yep. at the killer. It's like, come on, motherfucker. Yeah, what have you got? It's like, ah, uh, you. She was great. You, you were fucking badass, and 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 there's a part of me that loves that in a. In a sister street fighter, five lady venoms kind of way, <laughs> like just, just, just beat that motherfucker till the white meat shows. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, no, I love Hush. Um, I love that scene where she's giving herself basically a pep talk mm-hmm. and telling herself how to navigate and all the different um, like, like this is scenarios. Work. That's not yeah, work. like this and is... why I thought that was really cool. She, she utilized her writer brain. Yeah, exactly. That's what I thought. Um, and, and the other thing that, that I liked about that with the, the protagonist being deaf is all the jump scares are just for the audience. Yeah, when her they're... friend is dying mm-hmm. and she's like slamming her hands on the, mm-hmm. um, on the back uh, the patio, patio door. door. Oh, God, I was scared as hell. I was like, turn around! But also, I didn't want her to turn around because I didn't want her to get, be in danger. That's though, how the yeah. story continues. So good. If you see that the killer is there... I'm aware, but a natural human reaction is you want her like, oh my God, look. I, I, Not you, you're different. I watch enough movies, I know the rules to survival. Yeah. Even though I admit now at this age, like I'm not the guy that's like gonna take it to the murderer and like kick his ass. Now I just sacrifice myself so my friends and loved ones can get away. That's a that's a noble role. That is. I would. Movie. I'd run. So I, well, I would expect you to avenge yeah, me later. I would. I would avenge you later. I, <laughs> I would. appreciate that. I remember I heard my mom in our house when I was growing up. I was like about the 13 or 14 when this happened. Maybe older. Um, there was a dead chipmunk in what we called the cat room. It was this little room where like the litter box and everything was uh, right outside the laundry room. And I think my mom was walking through it and she stepped on the dead chipmunk and she screamed. And I had no idea she stepped on a dead chipmunk. I just heard her scream and I bolted. I even left my own mother. I was like, I don't know what's happening, but I'm out of here. You went to the neighbor's house. No, I actually went to my room and locked the door. (laughs) And then my mom was like, I, and then I realized, you know, that she stepped on a dead chipmunk. And um, what, what was my, my my intentions were were quite clear <laughs> when situations like that happen. What was Mama Bennington's reaction to you just? You know what? Heading not, for the hills. Not surprised. Okay. <laughs> she wasn't that surprised. I was just like, I thought someone broke in. You know, and they would have saved me time. They would have been the obstacles. See, because I would have gotten shit like, why didn't you come help me? Yeah, no, she was just like, whatever. And, and that's the difference between Alabama and New York, I suppose. <laughs> maybe, maybe. I'm, I'm, I'm supposed to help my immigrant mother fend off some... There's actually a story, coincidentally, um, before I was ever born. Uh, I guess my, my parents were newlyweds, 
And Portuguese and Spanish are very similar, but there are some words that, that don't translate very well. So my mom and dad, they're in their little apartment, coincidentally, uh, right above her sister's place. And she starts yelling from my dad, uh, Sylvie, Sylvie, burbaleta. And he doesn't know what the fuck that means. So he gets his pistol and runs oh into the kitchen God. and finds out that burbaleta means butterfly in Portuguese. No. <laughs> A butterfly was probably like, hey, man. Just just flying around. And, and, Be cool, man. And, and I think all he did was just open up the window again and kind of like shoo it. Nice. With like a, a towel or something. Shoe. Shoe butterfly. But, but he went. He he got his pistol. You know. Um, my father was not a cop. I just want to say that. I respect your dad's hustle and <laughs> his his desire to protect what is his. <laughs> that was his property and his woman. <laughs> and no butterfly is going to affect that. No. no. Oh my God. All right. Do you have anything final to say about final girls? I do. I do. Um, to all the final women out there, um, keep doing what you're doing because without you, it, it, it's just a bunch of boys fucking things up. Let's look at the end of the thing for a second. Oh, Jesus. No women in that Lord. cast. Lord of the Flies. Not a horror movie. Mm -hmm. But it basically could be one. Right, right. Have you ever seen Lord of the Flies or read it? I read the cliff notes in high school, I'm certain. Yeah, it was a bunch of boys on an island. Fucking Not smart. Up. Yeah, yeah. But to the final women, we, we, we need you. We need, yes. To, to entertain, to avenge, to, to, to keep the genre going. And destroy the patriarchy. Burn it to the burn fucking ground. Burn it to the ground. What about you, Chelsea? How do you want to... I just have to say I love Final Girls, and I appreciate Final Girls. And if anybody has any recommendations for some really good Final Girl type of films, or Final Girls that um, we did not mention that we may not know about, I don't care if you spoil the movie, please let us know. Cool. And where can the people find you if they, they want to find you? can find me on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, just look up Chelsea Bennington, and I'm there. Cool, and you can follow Instagram. Uh, well, Spooky Doings on Instagram. Follow Instagram itself. Yeah. All of Instagram. All of Instagram, <laughs> especially Spooky Doings. We can find out information about the podcast, and you can follow uh, Spooky Doings Improv on Facebook for information about our improv shows around about New York City, where we bring the funny. And it's always a pleasure talking to Chelsea. Always a pleasure talking to you. All right. We're going to hug after I press stop on this because we are good friends. Yeah. And we're going to have a good time. Yeah. So until next time, everybody, thanks for listening and stay spooky. See ya. Bye.